This is a clip from one of our most recent episodes. For full episodes and more, please check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and YourVibesPodcast.com. This episode is brought to you by Your Vibes Entertainment. Your Vibes Entertainment is Middle Tennessee's premier hospitality entertainment consulting company. If you or your business are in need of a mobile DJ, group entertainment like trivia, karaoke, or bingo, or you just need a professional MC to help coordinate your event's day of logistics, we have you covered. It's no work and all play when you hire Your Vibes Entertainment. You can trust us to bring top-of-the-line sound equipment, lighting, and a professional attitude to any event you are hosting. If you are interested in boosting your revenue, showcasing your company, or just want to provide high-vibe entertainment for your family, friends, employees, or clients, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram at Your Vibes Entertainment. Shoot us an email at yventertainmentservicesllc at gmail.com or reach out to the owner, Michael, directly at 615-330-3236. Thanks, and always remember, stay vibey, my friends. So, uh, you know, I know you, you kind of operate there as well, too, but um, uh, the catering aspect, or maybe not catering, but uh, I guess kind of the food truck or mobile operations, I'll yeah. say that. So, um, uh, is that something, I know that you've kind of, you've, you've dived into that as well, too, but where are you, um, kind of where, where is that taking you, and, and what are you seeing when you're doing that? Um, I would love to be able to to go mobile as well as our burns location but finding food trucks like yeah. the the two that i've had for the past events i've i've either borrowed or rented from somebody just to have something mm-hmm. out there and um but just the response we get from that like the the street festival last year it was insane like i brought enough food to to run my brick and mortar location for two and a half days Wow, we were sold out in five and a half hours. That's crazy. And I mean the and it wasn't just me; it was the other vendors as well. Mm-hmm. Like it it was it was just insane. And, you know, you get people coming in. Oh, you need to move to Dixon. Oh, you need to move to Charlotte. Need to move to White Bluff. Something. You know, I mean, there's we we've gotten support at every angle that we've you know that we've looked at this from. You know, there's a lot of people that have our backs, and you know that are that are on our team you know pushing us to to try to do better and and do more i guess um but i I wouldn't mind having you know a smaller food truck nothing crazy but you know something to set up at street festivals yeah you know little pop-up events or something like that you know yeah something that uh you know it's obviously it's kind of like the it's like distributing your beer almost, you know, you, you get it out of that one location and you take it to others and you kind of just get, you get that name recognition for it. And, yeah. um, well, I know tonight I'm going tonight is the, um, the food truck, uh, committee council meeting tonight, yeah. um, to go over the, the two proposed, um, uh, deals for, for how or an if and when food trucks can come into Dixon and, and kind of what the regulations are around that. I think, um, no, I guess before I tell you what I think, I mean, what do you, you obviously operate in Burns. And what are your thoughts on uh, food trucks being able to come into the city limits of Dixon and, and operate? I think it's an incredible idea. Sure. Because, like, you know, instead of having to go to Nashville every day and, you know, fight that market, you mm-hmm. know, they can they can set up down here 
like even if it's find a parking lot or a piece of land or something and just have like a like a food trailer park day you know where Mm -hmm. everybody can go out and there's just a plethora of different foods to try and you know there's a lot of people that you know that have food trucks that you don't hear about a lot because they are in nashville and they can't come down here and you're obviously not going to drive to nashville to go to a food truck sure so I, i think it'd be a great idea yeah like i've even thought about reaching out to a couple of them and because i've got that big parking lot on my side being like hey guys you know let's start the start the spring off you know you know, three or four of them, whatever, you know, whatever I got room for. Hey, bring your rig set up. Let's make an event out of this. Yeah. I mean, I know that would take away from my business over there, but I think people are too much too worried about competing than they are working together on yeah. stuff like that. And Burns, you can set up food trucks and Burns anywhere, can't you? I, that I don't know. I think you can. Um, it's... No, and Landon, I don't, I don't think you would care. Yeah, I don't think it. <laughs> I don't think you'd have a problem with it. No, um... No, I'm with you on that point, though, and and, I, and I've heard um, all angles of the argument as as far as just kind of what would happen, you know, this this what if situation, and um, maybe not surprisingly, but the an overwhelming amount of downtown business owners, uh, obviously specifically restaurant owners, um, don't really care if food trucks come into town. You know, there's this idea that you know it's going to take away their business. Well. You know, I, I don't know about that. I, I think, you know, adding more variety, you know, a rising tide exactly. brings up all the ships exactly. kind of thing. Right. You know, and then there was the argument on property taxes. Well, they just bring in a truck. They don't have to pay property taxes. Well, you know, they've solved that with a with a fee option. You know, one of the proposals is an annualized fee, I think, of like, ugh, it's like $1,400 or $2,400, something like that. Um or there's another option I think that's going to hopefully this one will be the one that goes because I know that it would almost be a deterrent for people to come in here and it would be on a fiscal year basis too it's not like you can come pay your fee for the year you know in in December and expect it to go to next December it would just be a month's worth so if you're going to yeah. if you're a food truck and you want to come into Dixon, you in essence would have to come pay your fee in January to make it worth it. And they don't know. Yeah. You know they could lose out on $2,400 or whatever it may be if they never came to Dixon. Yeah. Um, but I know that there's a day rate one in the other um, proposal that's maybe 100 or a little bit over that, which is kind of on par with Columbia and Kingston Springs and um, Clarksville. They yeah. all range between 100 and $175 a day or something like that. Yeah, those, those prices, those are definitely doable. You, you get into the you know five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar prices, that's going to deter a lot of people. Absolutely, yeah, and um, and I think um, another another one of the big big thing from the city side at least is uh, the policing of it. So you know, and this is something that a lot of people don't think about. They're like, well, why don't why don't we just say you know, why don't we just say yes and let's do it? You know, let's just willy-nilly this whole thing and just let them do whatever they want. Well, the whole reason that we can't have food trucks anyway is that food trucks uh, in the uh, zoning regs is that um, is, is classified under a, a, a peddler class code. So there used to be back in the day a bunch of people that would just come and set up tents and sell leather wallets or belts or feathers or you know whatever the hell they were selling and just causing a big issue they just pop up anywhere you know so we had to put rules in place and at that point there was really food trucks weren't really a thing um and there really hasn't been a push 
you know, and uh, up until the past two or three years for them to be able to come into town. Yeah. Um, so now they're having to go back and kind of rethink some of those things and do, you know, a, a more specified definition of what a peddler may be um, and then how the how the food trucks can operate. Well, should you let it pass, um, let's say somebody pulls into town and sets up without a permit, you know, who, who's in charge of, like, of laying down the law at that point? Yeah. Um, you know, who's in charge of making sure that they're, um, you know, the health inspection sheets are up to date and, um, you know, that they're doing what they need to do and um, that their truck is in, a, in an operable manner to where if they set up and somebody blows up, you know, you know, the city doesn't want to be liable for that. Yeah. So, um, and as of right now, it's pretty much all falling back into Jason Pilkington's lap, um, director of planning and zoning for the city of Dixon, which he's got enough going on, in my opinion, um, to have to deal with a lot of that. And there's not really enough manpower right now for him to kind of delegate that duty uh, you know then you think about well what about police officers well they've obviously got plenty to do as well too and they yeah. you know they're they, they don't want to run around and, and check on food trucks so uh, and then the parking situation downtown there's really not a good spot except for that new city lot that's a that's that's a city lot that wouldn't really get in the way of a bunch of people yeah and talking to a couple other food truck owners they don't necessarily care about being downtown either yeah you know they um you know they'd, they'd rather be kind of maybe out on 46 if they could or um in the industrial park if they could kind of thing so i had somebody ask me about setting up at at uh, one of the places in the industrial park and they said their corporate policy on that is i wouldn't be able to go because I, I was like yeah man i'd love to come down there and serve you guys uh but the company said that i wouldn't be able to set up just for that daily lunch shift i would have to set up for the nighttime lunch shift as well mm. to be able to get any of it wow how about that yeah i never would have thought about that i didn't equal opportunity i, I guess. mean I, I get it but <laughs> yeah i get it it's, just, it's, yeah. it's like damn <laughs> that's rocking a hard place right yeah, there i'm like i'm already up there at you know 4 30 to 6 a.m you mm-hmm. know and i don't want to have to go sit up there at midnight you know and finding somebody that would go up there and sell that it'd be kind of hard, but yeah, huh. I don't know. But and I know they talked about the or they had talked to the um, fair board as well. In my mind, if that if that situation were to have worked out, that would have been the best case scenario because mm-hmm. you've got that huge parking lot, you've got accessible bathrooms, um, you could just have a police car sit there. You know, they could just station someone there, and they wouldn't have to be mobile patrol and, and drive around and find these people. And, um, you can have people just pull in and then circle back out. But I don't, I don't necessarily think the fair board wanted a lot of that liability. Yeah. You know, their insurance is already high enough given everything else they've got going on. And I, I think staging food trucks was just something they weren't really interested in at the time being. Now it's, it's, it's just going to take it actually happening. I don't yeah. have a doubt in my mind that's going to happen. It's just, you know, where do the chips fall? Um, it's a, it's a big push and, you know, I've talked to the mayor about it and he says, what benefit is it going to bring to Dixon? Well, you're going to provide your, your citizens with what now Dixon has is, is really a lot of lacking food options, you know, um, for for a county as a whole, that's not, um, you know, a a chain restaurant or fast food or something like that, um, and, and, and given, obviously, there's seven days in the week that, you know, it doesn't take too many months to really hit every single place, Yeah, you know, and a lot of the menus 
um, don't necessarily change or rotate. Some of them do. So you kind of get your fill within a year or so, and then you kind of just keep hitting the same spots. But to throw that variety in and, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of these food trucks have big social media followings too. So, you know, you, you let them come up here and set out, set up and, and there's, you know, they've got 50,000 followers on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook or whatever it may be. And they're like, mm-hmm. Hey, we're in Dixon. I mean, it would, if I was a big food truck follower, you know, and I was, you know, in school or had the day off or something and sure, let's just take a road trip to Dixon and see what it's all about. Let's go get some Maine's cousin lobster or whatever it may be. And, um, and, and enjoy the day up there. So, I mean, you're, you're potentially, you've got some major, major marketing opportunities with the food truck stuff as well, too. You're bringing them into seeing what else is available in Dixon. Mm-hmm. These uh, all these mom and pop shops yep. up and down Main Street. Yep. And, you know, tucked off in little holes, you know. That yep. stuff that they'd never see if that food truck that they've eaten at a thousand times in every other city they've been in comes to Dixon. Yep. So and hopefully move them out here, you know, and um you know, I, I don't know really what kind of the uh, I guess median age is of people that eat at food trucks, but you know, I, I would imagine it's anywhere between, you know, that 20, 20 and, and 35, 40, you know, 45 year old kind of age range there. Yeah. Um, and to kind of get those people just, again, it's, you know, it, uh, in my line of business, you know, in anybody's line of business and sales really is attention, you know, attention, you could have the best pitch in the whole world or you could be the best closer in the whole world or, or have the best product, but nothing is going to get you sales or revenue or tax dollars like attention does, you know, mm-hmm. and if you just keep bringing neat things to Dixon and you could have, you know, and then, and then you've got all of these food trucks that are used to Dixon and used to dealing with the city and, and how they work and what they're supposed to do. Then you've got kind of this relationship with, you know, outside vendors and the city of Dixon. And then at that point, you know, it's fair game for, you know, a huge festival where you could really pull like some of these food trucks. You're like, oh, yeah, I really don't want to come out here. I don't know much about Dixon. It's a small redneck town, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But if they've come in out here or if they know people that have come out here and said, man, we're fucking killing it right now. Yeah. Um, you know, then you have a festival and you've got people banging down the door to pay, you know, X amount of money for a permit for this specific festival or whatever it may be. And, yeah. you know, now you've got more revenue. So, you know, the world's changing. Um, you know, and, and people are changing too, and interests are obviously changing. And um, Dixon's been good with growth, and um, they've done a good job with controllable growth. I still see a little bit of resistance on some things coming in. I'm sure you mm-hmm. do as well too. But yeah. um, it should be an interesting, um, interesting meeting. And I know there's going to be a ton of people there, so uh, just kind of excited to to see where that goes. So, um, thanks again to Your Vibes Entertainment for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to boost your revenue, showcase your company, or just want to provide high vibe entertainment for your family, friends, employees, or clients, please reach out to them directly on Facebook or Instagram at Your Vibes Entertainment. Shoot them an email at yventertainmentservicesllc at gmail.com or give the owner Michael a call directly at 615-330-3236. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please reach out to me directly via email at yourvibespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and always remember, stay vibey, my friends.